0: Welcome to Surviving Extra Needs Parenting. My name is Stephanie Davis and I'm your host. For those of you returning to our program, welcome back. I hope you're making progress on your power parent goals. And for those of you who are new, welcome. Today's the day you can begin developing your own power parent goals. Surviving Extra Needs Parenting is for all you parents out there who are raising a child with a medical, behavioral, or learning challenge. We know that regular parenting is tough enough. And when you add in anything extra, it definitely makes things that much harder. We're sponsored by the folks at Family Support Village, which is an awesome online membership community for parents of Extra Needs children. I happen to be a co-founder of the organization and would love for you to check us out at www.FamilySupportVillage.org and follow us on Facebook at The Support Village. Welcome listeners, this is Stephanie, I'm glad you're here. Today we're gonna to talk about what you can do to make changes in your life through one very specific activity which will help you begin seeing yourself in a little bit of a different light. All right, so most of us have some changes we want to see in our life. Oftentimes, we realize that there are some things that we could improve on. Sometimes, we even have a plan to make the changes in our life, but we just don't start the plan. So for those of you out there who want to make some changes in your life, you realize there are some things you could definitely improve on, and for one reason or another, you just haven't been doing it, this is the podcast for you to listen to. All right. I am just like all of you out there who are listening, that I also have some things that I like to uh, work on for myself. I have some areas that I can definitely improve on. And these things change over time based on what's happening in my life and quite frankly, how much progress I've made in them. So there are several reasons why as human beings, we just don't begin making the changes we wanna see in our life. So let's talk about that first, very briefly, before we get into the activity. Now, the areas that I'm gonna share with you are really lengthier to work on than just a 20-minute or less podcast, but I wanna bring them up just so you can reflect on them and begin thinking about them a little bit. So one reason why we don't begin making the changes we wanna see in our life is maybe we are just not that emotionally connected to that change anymore. Maybe years ago we had in our mind that that's something that was very important to us, and we've just kind of dragged along all these years, and we've said, yeah, I really want to do that. Yeah, I really know I need to make that change. But maybe whatever that change is isn't as relevant in your life right now as it used to be. Maybe you have on your change list something that someone else has told you that you need to change, but that it just doesn't seem to connect with what your vision of yourself is. Maybe you're just not emotionally connected to that goal or that change anymore. Or maybe you never really were. So that's one reason You don't have the buy-in that you need in order to make the change. If you don't have the buy-in yourself, folks, there is absolutely no way you are going to accomplish what that change is without feeling like you have cement blocks strapped around your feet and you're trying to walk in them. Change shouldn't be the most awful thing we've ever done, improving ourselves, shouldn't feel like complete and total drudgery, like we're walking through mud. So if that's how you're feeling, you might wanna go back and reflect on how connected you are to some of the changes you have on your change list. Another reason that people don't make changes is it seems so overwhelming. It seems like you have so many things that you want to work on that you absolutely feel overwhelmed as if you're never going to accomplish them anyway. So why start? Okay. Another reason is maybe you don't value yourself enough. Maybe you're very focused on helping other people in your family make changes and make positive improvements, but for whatever reason, you don't value yourself enough and you make yourself the lowest priority on the list. And that is really, really common, especially for extra needs parents. Trust me, I know I am a culprit in that. I sometimes slide myself in last position, but you have to keep buoying yourself up And giving yourself a little self-love so you know that you are worth the value of your own time to make some changes. So those are some common areas. Another common area that we're going to talk about today is you just don't know where to start. You know, let's say you do have the emotional buy-in. You realize, you know, I'm not so happy with myself in a couple areas. I know I would be more fulfilled if I made some of these changes. Maybe I would be less stressed. Maybe I would be happier. Maybe I would treat myself and others better. So maybe you do have the buy-in. Maybe you do value yourself enough and you simply don't know where to start. So if that sounds like you, then you listening to this podcast today is ideal. So What can you do about it? Well, several years ago, I had been in a coaching workshop and they had given out booklets and we made lots and lots of notes throughout the weekend on uh, areas that we want to improve. We talked about why we wanted to improve them. We talked about, did we have that emotional buy-in? What exactly is holding us back? So it was a lot of great coaching information and I found one of those um, old workbooks recently and I was flipping through it and looking at it and I found an exercise that worked for me back uh, when I did it several years ago and I pulled that out and I reworked the activity for myself on how I was feeling now. There were some things that um, were happening in my life that I really wasn't pleased with myself on and I wanted to make some changes but I just hadn't kicked myself in the booty enough to actually get them going. So I I employed the activity that um, I learned about years ago and that helped me years ago and I want to share it with you today. I wrote myself a complaint letter. That's right. I wrote myself a complaint letter and I informed myself um, some areas that I was really not happy with. I wasn't happy with my experience with me in a few different areas. And I wanted to make changes on them, so I wanted to bring it to my attention. So it's writing yourself a complaint letter is the first part of the activity. The second part of the activity is going to be responding to yourself, why you are sorry that this experience um, has been going on, what you are going to do to help remedy the situation. So you really have to get yourself in kind of a fun and creative mode where you are open to choosing three or four specific things that maybe you are not happy with regarding your behavior and how you're feeling and the things you're doing. So I'll share uh, the beginning of my letter with you to give you an idea what I wrote, and maybe that'll spark some ideas for yourself. So I titled the letter, Complaint Letter to Self, and I put today's date on it, and I wrote, Dear Stephanie, I'm writing to inform you of several areas of concern I have for you. These areas are ones I hope you address and seek help in improving for yourself. Your dreams, your journey cannot be fully realized until you put forth a solid effort for you. The dreams of your children, their progress and future are not all on your shoulders. Your children need to embrace that for themselves just as you need to embrace yours for you. Then I listed four very specific areas that I really wasn't happy with regarding myself. And I listed what they were and what I saw. So one of the areas um, I had um, listed was about my lack of focus. Sometimes I can be laser focused And other times I'm wandering off, not being nearly as productive as I can. And so I made note of that and how I see that, you know, the early mornings are extremely productive. But as other things begin happening in my day, let's say teachers call or doctors call or the children call or all sorts of things other than what my day is supposed to be about happens, my day, my day slowly unravels, so I have a hard time regrouping once I've become unfocused. So I made note of that as one of my areas. Now I went on to a few other specific things that um, I was um, viewing as areas that uh, maybe I could change and experiences that maybe I wasn't so happy with, and. I ended my letter with, um, I sincerely hope you begin taking the advice you readily offer others. You are in charge of you. Your dreams, your happiness, your path all begins with you. Listen to what you share with clients, friends, and children. I'll leave you with one question. What would your inner coach say to you? I look forward to hearing from you, kindly, your inner self. So that's the letter that I wrote to myself. I printed it out. I put it in my calendar that I am in all day every day. And besides glancing at it every now and then I also read it every morning. I read it every evening. And I really Begin th- I began thinking about what I had written to myself as I would go on my morning walk, sometimes when I was out with a dog, or if I was driving around doing some errands, I was really reflecting and thinking about what um, my inner self had complained to me about. So it took me a few days, and I eventually responded to myself. And I entitled that customer service response to letter. And I put the date, dear inner self, thank you for your letter. Sometimes I don't realize how things are unraveling until it is brought to my attention. So your reach out is appreciated. I take my life and potential very seriously and am disappointed by what you have shared. You're right. These areas you have pointed out have been a struggle and it needs my attention. Here's my plan for each of the areas. I know I need to see things in black and white for them to stay on top of my radar. I will print this out, review it each day, and keep it in my calendar so I check my progress. So first, I wrote myself a letter in a positive way, complaining about a few things about myself that I was noticing. I was aware of a few areas that really I needed some help on. I printed it out, I reflected on it, I thought about it. Every day I read it twice a day, and after a few days I responded to myself. I had a plan responding to each of the complaints, so I was very clear what I agreed the issue was and what I was going to do about it. I printed it out. I highlighted what I was going to do about it. I read it every morning, every night. I also reflected on it. I kept that handy so I could see it. Besides in my calendar. I kept it in my little clutch purse that I take with me in the car. I um, had a little uh, printed out copy that I taped um, on my dashboard so I could see it. So all around, I had that and I was very aware." When something becomes to your attention, you become aware of it, it is in your face, you're thinking about it and reflecting on it, you are more apt to make changes in that area. So, consider writing yourself a complaint letter, and then, after a few days, respond to yourself. Keep a copy of your letters on your computer so you can go back and read another time where you were, what your response was, and you can kind of check in and see what your progress is. Are you making progress in that? Are you not? If you're not, then you're going to want to revisit the other three questions that I brought up earlier in the podcast, which are, How emotionally connected are you to really making that particular change? How emotionally connected are you? Again, what we want for ourselves changes over time. What other people want for us doesn't necessarily mean that's something that we're focused on a buy-in with. Maybe your spouse thinks you should do something or your mother or father, but maybe you think no. So... Check so go back and see how emotionally connected you are to that. Also, if you're not making progress and this seems like too much work, then you might want to take a look at how you are balancing all the things you have going on in your life. Maybe change isn't coming because you have too much going on and you don't balance all the things on your plate very well. And if that's the case, if you are a villager, you want to check out the coaching section and the leadership section that involves balance. The last one, maybe you aren't valuing yourself enough. Maybe all of your love is going to someone else, it's going to your children, It's going to maybe your significant other. Maybe it's going to other family and friends. And maybe you aren't recognizing yourself as much as you are recognizing your love for others. So if you're not making progress, you might want to think about those things. And if you have a coach or therapist you work with, you might want to bring up that to them so they can help you through it. Now, as always, I'm going to be posting uh, this information on our public Facebook page, which is at The Support Village on Facebook. That's our public Facebook page. All right, folks, I hope that you use this fun and quirky and creative coaching exercise of writing yourself a complaint letter and then responding to it as a way to help you make the changes in your life that maybe you've been struggling to get started with. Have a positive, empowered week. For those of you who haven't checked out our our, um, website, familiesupportvillage.org, please check it out. We're a fantastic resource for parents of children who have medical behavioral learning challenges. All right, folks, until next week, have a great one.